What's up, fam? This is Jay Floyd, a.k.a. Big Bro. I just coming to you with another episode, man. I want to thank everybody for joining in. I did. Uh, I got a lot of great feedback from the last episode, man. You know, I talked about it was part two of how to show love. You know, what I mean, we was talking about protection versus challenge, man. You know, it's kind of like, you know, a seesaw. You know, you push down on one, the other one comes up. So it was something that I felt like we needed to talk about, you know, whether you're a parent or whether you're a child, you know, dealing with your parents. I think all of that is key, man. Um, so today, uh, today's the, today's uh, topic. I always think about that song, Self-Destruction. I don't know if y'all remember that, man, back in the day when KRS kicked it off. Today's topic, Self-Destruction. It really ain't the rap audience that's bugging. Yo, so... Um, the biggest thing I wanted, what we wanted to talk about today was what I consider um, another one of my concepts, right? I always have these things that kind of just bounce around in my head a lot. You know, I have a conversation, full-fledged theory fleshed out in my head, man. Sometimes I think, you know, at the end of it, it's like, nah, that's trash. Throw it out away. But sometimes at the end of it, it's like, man, that's really good. Flesh that out. And see how that can, you know, how you can sharpen yourself in that area and see how that theory can help other people. You know what I mean? So today we want to talk about what I call currency or social currency. Um, You know, this is what I consider, man. Like, you know, when I was growing up, man, you know, when you're coming of age, you know, for me coming of age as a man, when you're like 12, 13, a lot of times, you know, you get there's a lot of confusion you know you don't have an identity you don't have a whole lot of confidence even some of the like the bullies or the people that you think walk around with a lot of swagger they don't have a lot of confidence you know what i mean they find a way to portray the image that they want to be portrayed you know one of the things i'm always telling my kids you know especially my oldest child who's approaching high school right now she started high school but as she was going through middle school you know, and a lot of, you know, you you see, you meet these people and they seem like they got it all together or they seem like they're, they're bigger than life or they had, they got this big personality or a lot of confidence or they might be able to fight or they might be attractive and they, you know, they, everybody likes them, you know, but those people struggle with confidence and trying to build too, you know, and knowing who they are. And uh, one of the biggest things that I think everybody does we look for some kind of currency, you know, and I think this goes all the way into life. You know, once we get older in our adult life, the currency becomes actual currency. You know what I mean? You can, there's a, you know, a lot of people who don't have a whole lot of confidence and go out and try to make something of themselves. You know what I mean? Um, and I think this kind of ties into this, this tweet that I saw the other day where this dude said, um, black men respond to trauma by trying to get rich, you know. And I thought that was that was deep because um, it kind of plays into my idea of currency, but it brings that trauma aspect because so many of us, especially a, a lot of us who came from the hood, we deal with a lot of trauma, and it's really undiagnosed trauma. We don't think about the fact that we've been through it, and we deal with that, right? So the way I was thinking about it, man, it's, you know, when you get to be of a certain age, you don't have, you can't go out and make 
six figures like you can when you get older. You know, when you get older, that still won't work either. And we'll talk about that at another on another episode. But when you're younger, you still have that same drive. I want to get I want to latch on to something that gives me strength. Right. And if we don't have people constantly pouring into us, helping us build and giving us a really good framework. So a lot of times, even if we got the framework, we struggle with that. But if we know sometimes we need that really good, strong structure underneath us to understand that we are worth something just off who we are. You know, just off who we are, just off being born, off being made by the creator, you're worth a lot, you know, that you don't need anything extra. We don't know that as humans, none of us believe that, right? So we go around and we think, all right, what can I hang my hat on? You know, if I go to school and everybody's more popular than me or there's a bully that's picking on me and I want to blend in or I at least don't want to be an outcast. What do I got? What's the currency I can reach in my pocket and spend? You know, for a lot of people, you know, they might reach in and, and you know, they got charisma. Boom. I can, I can, you know, I can come in and be smooth. You know, I can make the ladies love me. I can make the boys like me. You know what I mean? A lot of people have physical dominance you know they might get violent or be real good at sports you know be dominant and fighting they'll dominate you or in a sport they'll dominate you and then they get the adoration respect and fear of other people right because they can dominate you in some way so that's their currency you know and a lot of people you know maybe like me I didn't, I couldn't find currency, right? Like I was, you know, I remember being in like sixth grade, seventh grade, and it was tough. You know, my brother is out here spending currency like nothing, you know, because he has, number one, he has charisma. Number two, he had physical dominance, right? So he, he first tried to apply it at sports. And when he didn't have what it took, you know, work ethic wise for that, he went into violence, started just fighting right so the charisma of of the the combination of having that charisma currency and that violence dom the physical dominance currency led him into who he is and i would venture to guess for a lot of people who get into the more gang area gang territory type uh thing probably do have that combination you know i mean that ability to be leaders and that physical dominance trait Right. So for me, I'm watching my brother spend this currency that I don't have. I wasn't really into sports. I was in the comic books. I wasn't in the physical dominance. I was uh, cerebral. So I was at home reading uh, my mom. You know, my mom had a lot of older books. My brother had a lot of older books and I would just read them. Uh, so when it came time, you know, those kind of things don't spend for much currency. You know, maybe early on, fifth, sixth grade, me and my friends in our nerdy classes, I might get a little cash with them. You know what I mean? Off of knowing some things or, you know, that living that lifestyle. But it didn't it wasn't going to make me popular. It wasn't going to get me where I wanted to be. Right. But then right around the end of seventh grade, I wrote a rap, you know, and that got me the cash I needed that was finally it the rap I got popularity P 
people looked at me and respected me and liked me off of me writing raps. And all of a sudden I had some currency. I had some money in my pocket. Right. And I think, you know, I saw I started hanging with a lot of other people who were in the music. You know, they might be in the band and they might be dancers. And you start to see a lot of that currency exchange. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we we see a lot of that. And I, I think it's really key in that age, man, when you hit 12, 13, 14, because I can remember the insecurities just mounting. Right. Like, I think in one week I got called fat and skinny all in one week the same way you know what i mean because you know young people man it, it, it makes no logical sense on what they'll do to make fun of you and tear you down you know and my defense mechanism was to start looking at my What's up, family? This is Jay Floyd, man, a.k.a. Big Bro. And thank you all for listening to the Big Bro podcast, man. Listen, while you're here, I want to shout out the company that I've been doing some business with, man. Greenwood Dist. Man, Greenwood Dist is an apparel company, man. They specialize in graphic tees, man. They they, they got uh, some really bold pro-black messages on their t-shirts man and they fit right along with my brand because anybody who has seen me speak who has seen me in public who's seen me perform my music they know that i like to have bold statements man i like to say it with my chest you know what i'm saying Greenwood Dist is really dope, man. Not only are they black owned, but they're also named after the Greenwood District in Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. And y'all, which is the the, uh, the place where Black Wall Street once stood, man. So, you know, I'm all about knowing my history and talking about history and making sure that we know it and we're educated about it. So go and check out Greenwood Dist, man. Check out their shirts. You would love to rock those right now, man. This summer, this fall, rock those. And matter of fact, for for us listening, man, for anybody listening to this show, they said they will knock 10% off for you for a lifetime, man. If you use the promo code BIGBRO, B-I-G-B-R-O, man. So go and check them out right now, man. And right now, let's, let's get back to the show, man. Pocket, what do I got? Where's my currency? Right. So when I finally got into rapping, I didn't look back and I I was able to gain some currency. Right. But looking back on it, you know, you start to see you can piece your life together. You know, we're all kind of in the same boat. We got different gifts. We got different skill sets, different sets of experiences. You know, like I said, there's a lot of people who go towards physical characteristics, physical traits, physical dominance, physical attractiveness you know there's a lot of men and women who start to play on the fact that they may develop early or they may develop in a way that's really attractive to the opposite sex and all of a sudden that's their currency you know i can remember some dudes like that man they might get a mustache early or or they have those you know those little stringy muscles that like a 10 or 11 year old might have you know or maybe they you know they just got you know they got dealt a better hand in the DNA chart, you know, the dice rolled a little better for them. And all of a sudden, they, they you know, they're more attractive. They, they got the muscles, the things that the young ladies are looking for. You know, all of a sudden they got that cash. And, you know, the same goes with young ladies. You know, there's a lot of young ladies 
You know, they may develop early. All of a sudden, oh, the hips is coming in. You know, the butt is coming in. You know, their 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 curves are being are being developed womanly. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, the men are looking, and they can use that as cash. You know, cachet slash cash. You know, double entendre on that. You know, and I think it's kind of a uh, the reason why I bring it up because it is something that we all deal with. This is a common trope. This is a common struggle, but there's danger in it, right? There's danger in it. We see our young men and young women, you know, become overly sexualized or become, you know, caught up in the thing that gave them their, you know, their, 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 their movement, man, gave them that, that first feeling all of a sudden, that's the thing they latching on to. You're not latching on to the fact that you're a child of God no more. You're not latching on to the spiritual gifts God might have put in you. You know, all of a sudden you're latching on to to these things that you think define you and you building this character. You know, and I think it's indicative that we even start to have nicknames. You know, you'll notice right around that time that we find the thing that we think we like that can give us some kind of leeway in the world that we live in. We all of a sudden start to get a nickname or we start to get a name for ourselves. You know, that that's no coincidence. It's because we're starting to define something. We're starting to build a self outside of who we were created to be. Right. And a lot of us hold on to that self for a long time, a long time. You know, and you'll see people 30, 40, 50 years old still clinging to that thing man even with the, the clinging to the nickname clinging to the the image clinging clinging to the, the 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 behavior you know instead of really digging in and doing that work that we all have to do before it's all said and done of realizing man who did god create me to be you know and then you also have some other cases where people use you can leverage and i am one of those cases i'm guilty of this of using the spiritual gift that i do have using that as my own right as my tool you know so as you you know one of the things that i do on this show is utilize my voice you know like i i I, you know like i've said i'm more of god's microphone if we're all a tool on god's tool belt i'm something of a microphone I have the ability and it's been shown throughout my life that I have the ability to say things and use words and break things down in a way that people can relate to it. Hits them in the heart. It gets their attention and they can soak it up and utilize it in their life. So that's a spiritual gift. Right. Life coach. So I was born to be. But I can also use that to my own personal advantage, right? And that's one of the things that I had to come to terms with that for a long time, specifically with women, I was being a womanizer, you know? I was utilizing that gift to get women to trust me. And But instead of, you know, getting in and gaining their trust in order to help heal them, I was gaining their trust in order for me to, to be uh, a God of their life. Right. To be a figure in their life for me to gain more significance in my own mind. Right. And that goes against what I'm born to do. It's not using it in a way. This is me creating me. Right. 
And at the end of the day, this was the overall point. Anytime we do that, when we create us, whether it's just tiny or whether it's real big, at the end of the day, God will crush that, right? He will destroy that so that we can get back to what he created us to be, which almost always is more powerful, more glorious, right? And we get back into that. And it ties back into a lot of, you know, I was talking to some of my cats at church uh, the other day, and we were talking about the whole Kanye thing, you know, and I love Kanye West. Kanye is one of my favorite artists and I root for Kanye, but I kind of felt early on when I first fell in love with his musical output, I felt like, man, this dude could really be like one of the greatest artists we've ever seen, man. He could really do some great things. And he came with Jesus Walks. And I was like, man, this dude could be a great messenger for God, man. You know, just in life of helping people, not even necessarily in a gospel or religious way. But this dude can really bring light to what God can do in your life. God saved this man from the wreckage on his deathbed to bring him to the heights of art, you know. But I knew if in order for him to do it, you know, he's going to have to really go far away from his purpose and let build this thing up. And God's going to destroy that thing so that he's only left with what God created for him, you know, for his with the purpose for his life. And that happens to a lot of us. You know, sometimes we call it rock bottom, you know, but a lot of times at rock bottom, God is sitting right there next to us. And he's like, yo, this is far from rock bottom. This is actually the top of the mountain, right? You just were looking in the wrong area, you know? And sometimes, you know, God will let us a little dilly-dally and play around for a minute, you know, just to get our, you know, practice. You know, he'll, he'll give us a little leeway, you know, but we come back or he'll grab us back, you know? That's the way it works sometimes, you know? So I just really wanted to talk about that, man. I just want to ask y'all, man, how have y'all think about in your life? You know, go back to age 10, 11, 12. What was it like when you started feeling those insecurities and doubts and reaching in your pocket for a little cash? What, What did you eventually start spending what was the currency you eventually started exchanging and trading in? What's the stock market that you're in right now? Maybe you're not still in it, but what is the stock market you reached for? You know, think about that, you know, and how can God, how can you allow God to take that? How can you package it up? Say, I'm, I'm done with this, this costume. I wore it on enough Halloweens. I'm done with this costume. This Superman costume, I can pack it in a box and give it to God, let him have it. Right. And now I'm left with who am I really and who did God create me to be? Right. Give that some thought, y'all. Yo, thank you for listening to me again, man. Join me again next time, man. This is Jay Floyd, man. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Peace.